And I think we are going. It is, uh, what time is it? It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, 9.02 actually now, here in Los Angeles. And it's Friday, January 19th, A.D. 2024. And we're going to have a fun show, everybody. A loosey-goosey Friday show. I got a super chat asking. I got a super chat of coffee from Jeff asking, loosey-goosey Friday show? Yes, indeed, Jeff. Thank you. Buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. It's not an actual coffee. It's a super chat. I do hope to talk a little bit about relationships. Maybe this, uh, um... There were some other things that I mentioned that I was going to cover, and I never covered them this week. So hopefully I'll get to those and your calls, guys. Oh, I had a caller this week. I think it was this week. Talking about it's a numbers game. And I didn't catch that comment of Air and C. Shout out to of Air and C. Some CNN Trump headlines. The Christian Trump haters. I mentioned that. I wanted to get to it. And uh, other mumbo-jumbo nonsense. Okay. So, uh, anyway, guys, it's Friday, and, uh, and some beautiful music. Fob Friday, Frog Eyes Friday, so fun. But let's get right on with the show! La 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 AJ Gallardo original theme song of the Hake Report from Christmas Eve 2017. What is that? Going on seven years. We're in our seventh year. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La la la. I played the organ for that uh, track. Did you hear it? Or I tried to anyway. <laughs> and I got tried to get too fancy. It was ridiculous. Uh, nice shirt, huh? It's kind of nice. It's just a print. I won't tell you where I got it. And by saying I won't tell you, I'm telling you if you know the code. If you don't know, check with spoiler alert. Is the sound tinny to anybody else? Sounds different from usual. Different to the usual, to me, says spoiler alert, straight-faced emoji. Interesting. Don't know. Could be. You know what? (laughs) I feel like I want to get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. I haven't been able to get to him in a bit. Rick, we're having a loosey-goosey Friday show. How you doing, Rick? What's up, man? Rick is not ready. False. Rick. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's not ready. <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't call it tinny audio, says Nick. I think he's talking about that song. He was talking about the song. Sound is better, says Political Woodstock. Okay, interesting. Nice. Sound is good. Thumbs up. Sweet. 
All right, let's get to this. Uh, I saw this chat, Hague chat. Uh, I think it might have actually been during Hague news of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Uh, oh, by the way, there was some super chats that one at least that I missed. Tommy over on the, I guess the JLP chat during Hake News. I always take relationship advice from people who have no relationship, says Tommy. Right on, Tommy. Those guys have sometimes the most clarity as opposed to some, many, maybe most, who are in relationships, don't necessarily have the best relationship advice. I will have you know. I will have you know. Because those relationships are a mess most frequently. So, uh, good, on, good for you, Tommy. I don't know if you should always take them, but take the advice. For some reason, there's an Apple sticker on me. I'm not talking about Apple the computer. I'm talking about Apple the supposed fruit. Um, that's, that's good. That's good. There are uh, some people who are sarcastic about that or who wouldn't do it. <laughs> hey, you working out? Your arms aren't looking so noodly. <laughs> Thank you, Seven Sons. Yeah, I am exercising a little bit more. I exercised. I did push-ups four days in a row this week, I, and I better be careful because I don't want to get uh, start to have back problems from exercising too hard, too much, or whatever. <laughs> get stiff. I am stretching too every night, hopefully, a little bit. Um, like I said, there are a lot of people in relationships who are just... The truth is the truth. Regardless of experience. The truth is the truth. Jesus never was in a relationship and he gave relationship advice. Paul was not in a relationship, I don't think. The Apostle Paul, some of you guys think that he's not the real, a real apostle, which to me is ridiculous, but hey, I guess we all have ridiculous blind spots. Exercising too hard, Hake 2024. <laughs> Nugget man all laughing at me. Uh, where was I? But Paul knew the truth. He, uh, if you have wisdom, you don't need to have experience with the other person's situation. It's kind of like black saying, won't accepting, not accepting, uh, hearing the truth from whites. Who are you to speak for black people? We're not speaking for black people. We whites, we're not black, right? We are seeing what blacks are doing wrong because we're human too. I'm a human. I'm a human. This is what we look like. This is what we sound like. I got hot blood running through me fast. Says, uh, where's that sound coming from? Oh. <laughs> Silence your phones, please. <laughs> Chief engineer. <laughs> he has the same ringtone as Hake. I'm like, what? Um, yeah, you can, you can, um, you can give people relationship advice. What's interesting is they can't 
dispute the advice itself. They just say, people who say, oh, you're not in a relationship, or you're not married, you can't give advice. Yes, you can. You can tell if a person's idolizing the woman, or, or he's being a beta, and stuff like that. It's true, and white splaining, whites, blacks should be able to, you can, you should be able to hear the truth from your enemy who's a total silly dude person. We should be able to hear the truth even from Maze, who many of you just think is a babbling motor mouth, which she is, but she says stuff that, you know, So, uh, I went to a wedding as a kid. Okay, so this is a side note. Actually, it's a, a main point. I got a call from Of Air and Sea. Shout out to Of Air and Sea. Some people think he's Ron DeSantis. But he's this, you know, Chad, high T guy, high testosterone young man. Not, not a spring chicken. He's in his, like, mid-30s or so, and he wants to... Uh, settle down, and he said, you know, if I see a 60-something-year-old man who's not married and no kids, I think he took an L because it's the last paragraph or the last chapter or something like that. I don't know what he means by that. In the Bible or something? Where you uh, get married and have children. You, it's from the Bible. God said to have children. And let's face it, most people who are wanting women and wanting a family, that's not because of God. Uh, They're just using God's be fruitful and multiply as an excuse because they want a woman and they want the S word and they maybe they do want children or something. It's in sort of an ego thing. Uh, But he said something that I didn't catch because I had Joel Friday in here and I was, you know, we were talking over him and I was I was talking over him and he was talking over us. He mentioned a numbers game or something like that, where you date as, as many women as possible. Is that what you were saying, Averancy, if you're listening to the show right now? Uh, and then you find the one who uh, is going to work out. I don't know if that's godly. I don't know if God gave you that idea, that cockamamie idea. I went to a wedding as a kid one time, multiple times really, and there was a teacher friend, teacher friend, I wasn't that young of a kid. I was like junior high, high school, who said, don't marry the first person you date. And I'm thinking, why not? I know that some people are living insular lives to steal a word from Lin Yen Chin. People are uh, shy or whatever, misfits. Uh, or insecure, and so they're not very sociable and don't deal with girls much, and so then they just get marry the first one that they get. But that's not necessarily... doesn't mean that you shouldn't marry that person if it's going to work out, right? <laughs> to me, it seems sort of greedy, uh, egotistical, not trusting God, whatever... Not trusting life or yourself or something? Seems like it. Because how is the next one going to be better? It's kind of like marrying multiple people. Oh, the second one, third one's a charm. How is that? 
did he did Averin see and this lady teacher friend who friend of the family I guess who said this did they get the idea from God from common sense I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong but most of the people who I know who are happily married and have decent seeming families so called happily married <laughs> cuz we all know that we don't know <laughs> But the best-looking families that I know of, limited sample, I admit, are the ones who married the first one they met. They met in a, they met in like high school. It was like the first girlfriend of the dude, maybe first or second boyfriend of the gal, because you know these gals. <laughs> they get with a bad guy, and then they get with a decent guy. And so, like, also this, uh, this sense of urgency, that seems to be um, having your life revolve around women. I think the 60-year-old who may have t- taken an L, maybe he may well have taken an L. He may also, also, equally as true, dodged a bullet or several, right? Paul in the Bible said you're better off alone. And I'm not saying the player way, I guess if you, if you want to call it that, the player way of dating multiple, dating a woman and then it doesn't work out and then you date another woman and it doesn't work out and then you date another woman and then it finally works out. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying the conservative, less outgoing way is right, of course. Does the high school sweetheart thing work better? I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, by the way, I saw this uh, on those lines of this ego thing, and then I'll get to calls. On the lines of this ego thing about marriage and family and children and grandchildren, I saw this clip that you may see on another show coming up here, perhaps. Maybe, maybe it was, I don't know if it was played on JLP, and I missed it. I don't think I missed it. American Anchor Baby might play this. I thought I spied it on his computer screen. There was this, uh, there was this fighter guy, MMA guy, who uh, was confronted by this Canadian (laughs) reporter guy. And... This Canadian reporter guy tried to confront this MMA fighter, UFC star, Sean Strickland. Sean, S-E-A-N. Is he an Irishman? He's a fighter. He must be Irish, right? Um, S. Strickland MMA on X. Who was confronted by this liberal journalist who's like, oh, you said such and such about transgenders or gays or if your son was gay, you would think that you were, had messed up in life or something. And Sean Strickland's made the point, which I think misses the bigger point to me, at least doesn't quite get to the root point for me. He, Sean Strickland said, what if you as your, if your son turned out to be not morally straight, you know, so-called gay, would you have a problem with it? And the reporter was like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with it. 
And so Sean Strickland said, you, won't, you don't want grandchildren? You're not a man. You don't want grandchildren? You don't want your son to give you a grandson or a grand, probably a granddaughter, you know? People having baby, girl babies first. I don't think that's getting quite to the root of it, even though I agree with, mostly with what Sean Strickland said, even though he cussed <laughs> a lot, which I had no problem with the cussing, really. <laughs> I I think that it would be it would just bring shame on you as a man and a father to have that happen. Shows that you didn't quite raise the kid right. And in general fathers and mothers don't raise the kid quite right. And so something like that could happen, you know, they end up not morally straight, maybe not in the gay way, but in another way. Or LGBT way, but a nasty, some other evil way, you know? People turn out evil. But yeah, I think it would bring shame on you because it's, just, it's a shame to be that. It's a shame. I think it's a shame to have that in your family. It's, sh- it's shameful. It shouldn't be uh, out in the open with that. It shouldn't be openly for, <laughs> for evil. <laughs> Peter R. says Strickland would give Hake a nuclear... I can't read this word. Wedgie. Don't say that word, kids. Don't do that. (laughs) Funny. He punches other men for a living. I don't care about his politics, even if they are correct, says BG Mitch 909. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. That's a fair point. Doesn't seem like a wise thing to get into, but people got their issues and they go into that stuff, taking those risks. Some people are better at dodging those risks, like that uh, Floyd Mayweather. Nice. <laughs> he never gets hit or hurt. Jive Turkey, Hake, you are, says Karen Williams. Oh, I thought spoiler alert was the Jive Turkey. But anyway, I, I appreciated and really liked uh, Sean Strickland's saying, these guys are part of the problem, or the, what's wrong with the world. I don't know if they're what's wrong with the world, but they are a symptom. You're not a man, you know. They are a symptom of, and blind leaders of the blind, encouraging others to be evil and to be into mess. But I just wanted to point out that It's a shame that he is that. It's not a shame that he won't give you a grandson. I mean, that's a shame too. But that's like secondary to the fact that your son is openly not morally straight. That's blindness. So, just wanted to make that point. Just wanted to make that point. I don't have the clip for you. Catch it on American Anchor Baby. Maybe. American Anchor Baby will be live today, 4 p.m. Pacific Time-ish. Jonathan in California is on the line. Rick, uh, he hung up or got disconnected. Jonathan in California, thanks for calling and holding, man. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, going well. <laughs> thanks for holding, man. Right on. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, yeah, I'm the dude I saw you at the beach the other day. <laughs> oh, it's good to hear from you, that Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw Jonathan at, uh, way down in, like, Escondido or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere cool. like that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I go to, I've tried to go to the beach 
every weekend if I can. Although it's going to rain tomorrow, so I'm not sure. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, yeah, so I just, um, so I saw, like, Trump had a, um, uh, like, a town hall thing, and a lady asked him a question. She's like, so are you going to lock, lock us down again, you know? <laughs> and he's like, I never locked you guys down. I just left it up to the states and all that. But I, you know, completely remember uh, the that press conference he did at the beginning when he's like, we're going to lock everything down uh, for two weeks to slow the spread. Like, that, he totally did that. Yeah. Know? So I'm just like, yeah, you remember that, right? Yep. You're, and you, so you're talking about for uh, the China virus, in the name of the China virus. Yeah. To protect, yep. supposedly to protect us. Yeah. Stop the spread. Two, exactly. Fif- 15 days, more than two weeks, to slow the spread. And then they didn't yeah. reopen. Exactly. Yeah. Do, you the, blame so, Trump yeah. For, do you blame Trump for that? Was he wrong? Uh, um, at the time, did I you think he was wrong? Um, I don't even, I don't know. But, like, all I do know is when he said, I never did that. I was like, bro, you expect me to forget about that? Like, I I mean... Maybe he meant like, it a different way from how you're thinking, though. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know, Yeah, because I, I don't think that he would be, like, pretending that it didn't happen. He would just be not thinking of it in that way, or he forgot about that aspect of it, you know? And Maybe, yeah. Of course, we didn't forget. <laughs> You're in a loud right. area. You're getting a lot of background noise. Are you like working? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, um, I gotta, I gotta put my hoodie over the speaker. I'm, just, oh, okay. I'm on the clock. I'm, I'm driving right now. So. Oh, right on. Is that a little better? Yeah, with the windows open or something. <laughs> nice. No, I got, them, I got them closed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's still, there's still a lot of noise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Ah, you, shoot. You got the windows closed on your uh, Let me double check on your here. <laughs> on your cat truck, your your forklift, your the dump truck, <laughs> the backhoe. <laughs> oh yeah, they're closed. They're closed. It's a Ford F one fifty. Nice. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great vehicle. I heard. Oh, Used to I be love anyway. it. Yeah. Beauty. Beauty. Yep. So, so uh, I don't know. What, yeah. What's your does is it consequential whether he's is it consequential you're not uh, is this going to make you not want to vote for him or anything oh no i mean you know I, like there's definitely a bunch of stuff that would have made me not want to vote for him like you know not freeing julian assange or edward snowden i think that was pretty if he did that that would have been great i mean and i mean uh, you know, but you know, I'll totally, I'll vote for him. A, I mean, a million times over. <laughs> yeah. Know? Just, I mean, my bank account, you know, all of our bank accounts could use that. So <laughs> true. Yeah. <sighs> Trump, you know Trump I mean? frees up the economy, frees up yeah. businesses, regulations and taxes and all that stuff. And yeah. He's we could for quiet the- down these foreign wars and stuff. Like and that, and he was huh? pushing, even during the shutdowns, for people to open up again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Sean says, Sean, JLP's producer, says that Trump said Edward Snowden was a traitor 
and he wanted the death penalty for him, as far as he remembers. What? That might have that been before he was president. That might have been before it. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was, according to Sean. And, you know, I don't know what, like- what Snowden exposed. Mm-hmm. I do remember, uh, I, I get kind of confused between the uh, one who turned transgender. I guess he's the one who did the worst stuff. Bradley Manning. Yeah, yeah, Bradley Manning. I don't know about that one, actually, yeah. I don't really care about that one because that's... Yeah, Snowden exposed mass surveillance of American (laughs) citizens, the NSA stuff. And so, wow, he wanted the death penalty over them spying on him? I don't know. I mean, that's I don't think of that as being traitors. But I'll tell you what. uh, He's a boomer. He's a New York liberal. Uh, He's not into this freedom stuff, freedom of speech, freedom of the press stuff, or at least he wasn't. Uh, like we, like you and I are. He's not really into what you're into. Uh-huh. Doesn't necessarily know what you know. At least in the way that he th- is fed and inf- given information. You know, they right, say that presidents right, right. have information that we don't have, and I'm sure that's true. But oh, they yeah. don't have the same information that we get. You know, like or, nor the same focus, nor the same uh, point of view at all. You know, so you can't really expect them to be based on the stuff that we would love for him to be based on based on yeah it's kind of like uh it's kind of like the criticism there was a criticism from i think nugget man has brought it up that he that trump uh waved a gay pride flag a rainbow flag i (laughs) I think it was maybe after pulse nightclub shooting i'm not sure i haven't looked into it and i don't really care honestly because i already knew that he was nice to the gay nicer to the gays than i would be but yeah. uh, but it's not like he goes around and brings a flag everywhere he goes. If he did, I, I, although I wouldn't put it past him, but I don't. But he hasn't done that, you know. So yeah, he's not a subversive, pushing the gay agenda, Obama type of guy. He took the transgenders oh, yeah. out of the military, so he's he's just not. Yep. He's not our type of Christiany Christian Christian, where. Mm-hmm. He's a liberal who gets along with... He has to work with these people, and, like, they have a big yeah. agenda push in our country, and so he has to work with them. I know. that. I definitely I remember getting a bit tired of that right. uh, at the at the end there when uh, I was just like, man, they're never going to like you. You know what I mean? Like, don't try to appease these guys. Like, it's never going to work. Yeah. With the whole jab stuff and, like, I mean, that's what I felt like he was kind of trying to do with that, is just, like, win over the psycho lefties. Like, man, not going to happen, you know? <laughs> oh, when he was say- saying that he uh, was the father of the vaccine? Yeah. Or whatever? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he, he, maybe some of his fellow boomers thought it was a good thing. I know some boomers who've taken yeah. it. Some, I know some Gen Xers and boomers who died, and I don't know if it was from that. I have wow. no idea. But they had heart attacks and died, and it was yeah, a shock. Yeah, that would have been it, a heart attack, yep. So who Increase knows? Increase your chances uh, 500% of getting a heart attack if you get that They jab. say, just for clarity, they say that the, the virus itself increases the chances of heart issues, too. So, hmm. so... And, and I'm yeah. only saying that really for the sake of my channel, because yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get the virus either. You should try to avoid 
every you know you should try to be healthy on your own. And then if yeah, if yeah. Uh, and you know your body sort of hopefully, and so you got to do what you see is right. And Trump, to his credit, was always for freedom to choose whether you wanted to get the vax or not. Yeah, I mean, there's like a million things I, I would, you know, say are great about Trump, you know, and I, I could credit him with and yeah. all that. I mean, you know, so it's like, uh, it's just, uh, that was just a weird one. You know, I was like, bro, it's, what was that two weeks thing? We locked, you locked it, you know, <laughs> I mean, what the heck? <laughs> At the yeah. time, I didn't really think too much of it. I, I didn't, it was like this is unprecedented, but at least in my lifetime. Yeah. But and I don't really totally buy it. But okay, whatever. I'll, you know, I mean, in general, I give people their space, their personal space. They call that social distancing. Um, <laughs> and you don't go to work when you're you're sick with too much of. Well, I don't know. I might I might yeah, have gotten some people well, sick around here before. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I show up when I'm freaking, you know, when I'm sick as a dog and then you know what happened, man? I uh I uh I went to the hospital there. They gave me the China flu test there. I had it. And but I was, you know, in a car with my like coworker there, like for lots and lots of miles, you know. I did mean, your coworker ever right get sick? These guys? No. They didn't get it. Nice. That's good. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, there's something wrong here. I mean, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, working. They're wearing it's... a mask. They're cracking Hey, Jonathan. Like, it's good to yeah. hear that you are you got a job, man. Right on. Is thank, this... thank you, man. Yep. <laughs> Is this new? Or... Well, I, you know, I don't want to pry. Uh, let's, let's not it's, dox uh... Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's two years. About two years is going to be two years in a, in a month. Here, oh, so. right on. Okay, so I didn't know. Yep. That. Okay. Yeah. Cool, no, it's been a while since I've like called in and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But uh, I think yeah, the last time I, I think it was like right before I got this job actually. Okay. That I called in. So. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to but, hear from you, uh, man. I wish you well. Call me you again. Too. You too. We'll all right. Do. We'll do. Good to talk to you, man. All right. <laughs> Bye. All righty. See ya. My liberal colleagues go to work with extreme mental illnesses. <laughs> Come on, man. I, th- I used to think for some odd reason that Come On Man was liberal, too. Okay. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. I saw this in the Hague chat, and it was ridiculous. You know how the, there's a battle at the border? Right now, or at least this week, it Commie Nonsense reported, I mentioned it in Hake News, that the beta rhino governor, wheelchair-bound guy, Greg Abbott of Texas, is making a show like he's trying to protect Texas. And he may be trying. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know what kind of pressures he's under. Don't know his situation at all. He strikes me as a rhino, though. And I think I'm right. But... He's fighting with the even worse, let's call them, feds. And there are some, you know, relatively conservative people who are happy with Greg Abbott. Uh, Feds. You know, like the Customs and Border Protection or the Department of so-called Homeland Security, the Biden administration, the DOJ probably, some judges. I don't know if that's federal judges or what. 
maybe more often it's going to be federal judges, uh, who are for keeping the illegals continuing to flood into the country illegally and call themselves asylum seekers, call themselves migrants, which is a communist buzzword for these people who are uh, being propagandized to come on into our country by these NGOs and maybe some government organizations, communists, evil people. Uh, Living Proof said during Hake News earlier this week on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, too bad they didn't turn off the illegal alien faucet 8 million illegals ago. I know. Or, or maybe 30 million illegals ago. It was an interesting call that I heard from Robert from Kansas, who hasn't called my show in quite some time, but he called into American Anchor Baby saying that part of the reason that they're allowing the, all these people to flood in is because people are inherently, if there are working people anyway, valuable. Valuable. They represent money. That, and that allows the government to be, or fed, I think it's the government, to be printing money. Print, you know how we're printing, not me, but the United States is printing a whole bunch of so-called dollars, cheapening the value of these dollars, and we're also cheapening the quality of the people because although these people do may work and may bring some value of, of sorts, they're also watered-down value. They, uh, in that, they don't have our values of honesty, law abi- being law-abiding. By definition, being, coming in here illegally, they don't care about abiding the, by the law. Many of you guys don't either. <laughs> is there, does that apply to Hake ever? Maybe. <laughs> But uh, they don't believe in, you know, the freedom of speech, the freedom to carry and own awesome guns. They don't uh, love white people. Demographics is destiny is a um, line that I heard from a previous guest of mine, a former congressman of, from Iowa kicked out by the Rhino National Committee. They call them white supremacists, stupid. Um, Congressman Steve King, who's, who's Catholic, by the way. Shout out to the Catholics, a decent one. There are many decent Catholics. Well, there are many half-decent Catholics, let's call it that. <laughs> and he said, you know, in Texas it was owned by Mexico. And then the Anglos came in and they just kind of dominated the area and uh, farmed. And so Mexico enjoyed that for a while because the whites, the Anglos were farming there. And then uh, it became America because the Anglos were more American than they were Mexican. So then Texas became America. Demographics is destiny. And Texas became one of the best states, supposedly, reputedly. Among the, among the better states anyway, right? So we're bringing in a whole bunch of people who, and their children are worse than them. You know, these illegals 
or these immigrants in general. Their, their children are worse than them. There is an illegal, or no, a legal immigrant, I think he was legal, who was a Hillary supporter, Muslim, from somewhere, and then his son was Omar Mateen. And it's one thing to be a Hillary supporter, it's another thing to be Omar Mateen actually killing people. He killed those people at that gay nightclub in protest of the bombings of Syria or something like that. I think it was during, under the Obama administration. Yeah, it would have been under the Obama administration because then we saw the guy sitting behind Hillary because he was a diverse person. The father sitting behind Hillary. The father of the Muslim terrorist uh, sitting behind Hillary at a Hillary rally. <laughs> Wasn't that amusing? Omar Mateen's dad. Look it up. It's true. So their children are worse than them. Not that they're going to, not that they're generally, of course, going to be uh, terrorists, but they're going to be hating the police more. The, P- the immigrants are generally more humble, and then their children are spoiled, Americanized, in the, in the, in not in a good way, brainwashed by our anti-white education, edumomification system. It's a mess. Most powerful country on earth, but American citizens held in Gaza was a uh, line from a Jewish, I presume, father whose daughter or son is a hyphenated last name, hostage in Gaza. Not the most powerful country on earth, if, if that's right. Lean to your right and level out the flat earth. Uh, you know what, there's a, right here behind me, there's a, it's a, uh, this is the coast, actually, and so there's hills here. That's why it kind of has an upward slant. It's actually hilly. Pretty sure I made it level. Lean to your right and make it level. Somebody in the chat is saying that. It's ridiculous, this, uh, we're a hollow shell of of uh, so-called strength collapsing, crumbling. How people say house of cards, easily to knock, easy to knock down. I'm shaking my head. <sighs> but that's to be expected. Save your money, <laughs> I guess you know. William in California is on the line. William, thanks for calling and holding, man. What's up? Happy Friday to you, brother. Thank you. Same to you. Sometimes. Hey, um, I wanted to acknowledge somebody, um, Hetty Lamar, um, an actress that starred in a lot of pictures with uh, Spencer Tracy and uh, Clark Gable and everything. Bombshell. Really good-looking woman. Uh, She's actually responsible for the uh, weapon systems to guide the torpedoes to the ships during World War II. You look her up and pull up. What's the name of, of that gal again? Uh, Haiti Lamar. How do you spell Haiti? Uh, Hedy Lamar. It'd be H-E-D-Y-L-A-M-R-R. A black gal? Or... No. Oh, okay. No. Oh, is she... What is she... Austro-Hungarian-born American actress. She almost looks like that 
mother who was in the video, the old school video that was played on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she's uh, pretty. She died at 85 in the year 2000, 2000. born in 1914. Yeah. Actress yeah. and inventor. Right, right. Married a bunch of times. Yeah. One, yeah. two, three, four, Dated five, Hughes, six. Dated Howard Hughes, I think, too. Married and divorced six times. Married six yeah, she, times, divorced she, she six times. She dated Howard Hughes and showed him how to um, um, design the wings to some of his planes. Wow. And uh, she also is responsible for um, modern-day Wi-Fi, GPS, and Bluetooth. Oh, really? Right. Okay. So shout out to her. Okay. Nice. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't need to report anything about the blacks because they've just been robbing Walmart left and right. But um, Oh, really? That, yeah, well, you know, every day. The man in Texas in Fort Worth area, I don't know if you pull this story up, a guy, I think he owns the place, and I think it's the R&B, Airbnb, whatever you call it, and uh, he beat the man to beat a white man to death with a piece of firewood. He was delivering the firewood and so there was a black guy who owned an Airbnb who beat a white man delivering firewood to death? Why? I don't think the black guy owned it. I think the white guy owned it, but he was just delivering firewood. It's pretty cold down there right now. Mm. And he was beaten to death with a piece of firewood. That's a terrible story. That's crazy, man. Yeah. What is wrong with the blacks? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's, that's awful. It is. It is. It is. What, I mean, I don't know what is wrong. The well, problem. Uh, I know what I know. I think I kind of know what's wrong with them. What? They're they're uh, civil rights movement. No, I don't think they're more directly. They're angry. Angry people are violent. Mm, could be. Yeah. Oh, I could mean, what, why else would that guy do that to that guy? That's crazy. You don't even know the guy, and you beat him to death with a piece of firewood. It's pretty heinous. Yeah. Bad, well, thank bad. you for the news update. <laughs> yeah. Happy Happy Friday to you happy guys. Happy Friday to you, too. God bless everybody. Shout out to everybody. Have a good one. You, too. William in California. Take All right. Care. Enjoy your weekend, James. You as well. All right. Bye. Uh, I'm remiss in not reading all the Super Chats from yesterday, and there are some remaining, some new ones today. Uh, over on uh, DLive.tv, Super Dave donated a diamond. Hake, bro! Hake, bro! He got a lot of, he has a lot of energy. Choose one class, Hunter, Haman, Haman, or Druid. Well, I don't want to be Druid, because a Druid, uh, those people came up with, are they the ones who came up with Halloween? Oh, well, Halloween's not so bad. It was Christian. I don't know. The Druids are kind of like devil worshippers, I thought. Uh, Hunter sounds cool. Except when you think of Hunter Biden or Hunter Avalon. <laughs> it's become sort of a beta name. <laughs> Shout out to the betas. Hey. Uh, Druid was a member of a high-ranking priestly class of ancient Celtic or Celtic. Uh, let's call them Celtic cultures. Oh, so they're kind of Irish. The Irish uh, pagans. Was it a good pagan or an evil pagan? (laughs) I don't know if there's such a thing. Some some pagans worse than others, I think. Right? (laughs) 
Heyman. Mm. Not to be confused with Heyman, the, the, the Heyman from the Book of Esther. Uh, <laughs> Heyman in Islam, a person mentioned in the Quran. Quran in the Quran. Haman is the bad guy who persecuted the Jews. <laughs> and Esther stood up against him because he, per- he wanted to get a, her uncle killed or something because her, her uncle was a righteous Jewish man or, or Israelite or something anyway. Haman, Haman the Agite. Man, I don't know, Super Dave. I'll go with Hunter. But I don't really feel like hunting. That's more, that's more Sean's forte. I guess I'll be a druid. <laughs> Terrible. Thank you for the confusion, Mr. Dave. Super Dave, that is. The key bought five coffees yesterday saying, wow, there's a whole bunch that came in. Uh, shout out to the guy, the coffee givers. These are super chats. The key says, great show today, meaning yesterday. Shout out to Hake, my number one super chat plug. That's like a connect, a hookup. I hook him up with super chats, I guess. Or he buys super chats from Hake the most, number one. That's cool. Thank you, the key. And he puts a plug emoji as in the outlet plug, you know, electrical plug. And money, dollar sign. Cool. Right on. Jeff, I mentioned Jeff bought a coffee. Lucy Goosey Friday show? Yes, indeed. Amazing Asia says, S-O, S slash O, shout out to you, Hake, for standing for truth. You're amazing. I think it's kind of funny that your name is James and you work for Bond. Laughing face emoji with tears coming out the side, side, kind of sideways. Anyway, have a great show. Thank you, Amazing Asia. Who also says with another coffee, Dear Hake, ah, ah. This is another super chat. Dear Hake, us gals date the bad guys first because they have characteristics that seem masculine to our undeveloped brains. They have the traits for survival in our minds, and without the proper guidance, we're tricked into thinking they are the better choice. But we do grow up eventually. Sorry to the good guys. Shrugging gal emoji. Blonde shrugging gal emoji. Hey. She didn't have to use the black one. It's kind of like I... So maybe she can buy the mildly attractive t-shirt that has the white gal. Because <laughs> I put a white gal on the mildly attractive. But black gals can wear it too. And Hispanic gals. And Asian gals. And others. Thank you, Amazing Asia. Uh, I think there's something to those... Uh, so-called bad guys, because there's something good about those bad guys. And the so-called good guys, there's something lacking in some of the, in the so-called good guys. So I don't think it's entirely unfounded, Amazing Asia. I don't think it's, uh... It is an imitation of masculinity, or not a complete masculinity. They're both wanting. They're both wanting. But you don't judge them for it, and then you're better off. Because these gals, they judge. They judge. 
They judge some of the best men the worst. You notice that? The women who hate Trump, who hate JLP, etc. And then they pretend to believe that, the, that those guys are the real betas. I'm shaking my head. Nice super chat. Amazing Asia. Thank you for contributing to the, uh, the relationships slash dating con- conversation. Based America first bought a coffee. Two specifically. Jamal Bowman, Democrat from New York. He's the black one who sh- Nick mocks. You're not looking at the data. You're not looking at the data. Besides not knowing the difference between a fire alarm and a handicapped door button, (laughs) allegedly, according to him, is a sponsor of H.R. 414 for reparations. Referencing another bill from 30 years ago, evil never gives up, nor nor shall we. Uh, uh, Seeking what's right, right? That sought to assemble a federal commission to study Reparations study. The bill cites scholars, quote unquote, who estimate the U.S. benefited from 222 trillion hours of forced labor between 1619 and the end of slavery in uh, 1865, valued at 90. Most of that was uh, pre-America establishment, uh, valued at 97 trillion dollars. Pardon my rounding, but this means the British colonies, French territories, Spanish territories, and early U.S. states maintained a stable population of 150 million slaves who worked 18 hours a day, 24-7, for 246 years. Wow, he actually did the math. Nice. And that doesn't sound like we... I don't think we had 150 million slaves. (laughs) I could be wrong, but I don't think so. And I don't think that they worked 18 hours a day, 24-7, for 246 years. (laughs) And they're pretending 400 years of slavery. 400 years includes what? Your 1619 to 1919 or 2019? You're including the, those people, who, the slaves who deserve to be slaves, the criminals in prison? Give me a break. Anyway, continuing with Base America First Super. Why aren't we living in Yakub's Amer, Amerfrika? Speaking Zulu. HR 414, 414 wants $14 trillion. Will, you, will United Kingdom, Spain, and France pitch in? Which counts each slave as one one-thirty-eighth of a person based on commie minimum wage? <laughs> That's funny. Bowman said reparations could be spent into existence like Demon Rads did it with $7 trillion stimulus. This is modern monetary theory, MMT, modern monetary theory, where the cost of government services is $0 because it can print money to pay for them. He must also have attended LeBron James's I Promise School for his math education. Yeah. Blacks. Shout out to the blacks. And shout out to uh, their math knowledge. Or their math capabilities. I'm shaking my head. Sean in Florida is on the line. Sean, thank you for calling. What's up? Hi, how you doing? Doing well. How about you? Okay. Well, right I on. wanted to, um, have you observed the um, California patterns? Um, I heard in the past that whatever happens in California ends up happening in the rest of the country. If, it's, e- if it's something evil... I think that ends up being true because evil tends to spread. 
I think I have kind of yeah. noticed that California is not the, always the first, but it's ridiculous. For sure. They, the, well, the homelessness, how you see the, you know, California was so beautiful, you know, at one time, when, even if you saw it on TV. Yeah. The different cities, I mean, every city. Um, but where you can go, you know, you can travel to different places, they say now, and see the people on the sidewalks and the um, on the beaches, probably, and stuff, um, tents. Yeah. But, they, you know, they. I noticed it was something they started the price pricing out people of their apartments or homes, renting and stuff. And people, they may have had a job, but they had to go live in their car. You know. Yeah. Um, after it happened there, being in being in another state, I start noticing um, other states were reporting. It's they started that pricing out of people's affordable apartments, and that's what brought brought about, you know, ev- evictions and homelessness. So that's one area that I just saw where it kind of seemed like more originated in California. And the stealing, like, yeah, you see the people going in the stores and coming out. Yeah. Parts of, okay, I learned that California, we've seen reports about people stealing in, Cal- in the stores in California and the stores closing down, some of them. Um, but California started this um, la- la- uh, laxing the laws on stealing when, you know, stealing, whether it was a piece of bubble gum or a candy bar or anything like that, in the, you know, just in the country, you know, um, you, you still would get in trouble. And um, they could call the police because they're shoplifting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tube of toothpaste, anything, but they, I learned that they lacked the laws in California on you, if you stole something under a certain amount of money, like under maybe under $75 or something like no, that. No, no, it's they, like $950 or something. It's like $1,000 oh, really? <laughs> before, oh, they, okay. before they can even hold you in jail, I think. Oh, yeah, oh if, really? If I, I remember, I think that. it's more, way more than $75. I think it's more than 10 times that. <laughs> Oh, they don't hold you in jail. Yeah, they okay. won't hold you in jail if you uh, if you steal nine hundred fifty dollars or less, something like that, or a thousand dollars or less. So that was a law or something that was put into. Yeah, okay. ridiculous, huh? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. I don't think that the homelessness problem is. It's mm-hmm. definitely not. I don't think it's primarily because of the out of control. Uh, right. Pricing of the rent and property, uh-huh. although that is a. That is an issue, and I right. think that's partly an issue because of, well, their own okay. policies. But I think it's, they're enabling it. They're, they're enabling the homeless, and they're uh, pushing drugs and pushing immorality. And so a lot of these people are on drugs, immoral, and, and uh, so oh. the, I think that's the majority of the homeless. I could be wrong, but I think it's m- mentally ill, so-called spiritually ill, druggy people. And I, I, I just heard that they were going to start some making some laws to get the people off the street or something like that. Oh. Um, I know that they want to oh. bring, them, bring them inside, but they're going to give them free stuff, which is debilitating to them. Right. Instead of, <laughs> them, um, and yeah, okay. Instead of making so them work. Say, uh-huh. 
Right. Yeah. So if they make laws to get the homelessness people off the street, that I I, I don't know uh, where they. I think that's a pattern that's beginning. You know, probably in a lot of different places. But um, uh, so that was another area that I think they're probably going to use those laws in the future, in the very near future, to remove people. You know, um, but this this um question about um. When it comes to, okay, I heard that behavior is affected by the way that you think. You you act the way you do. People act the way you do because of the way they think. Yeah, um, I think that's a l- really true. Right. So related to black, um, okay, it, it was just something like a back in the back in the days. You know, the, the, the times have changed and stuff. Back in the days. When um it was you know like slavery on the land, um mm-hmm. they it was um you know the slaveholders they would pay for I heard they would pay for and this came from a a, a, a pastor a, a preacher he was like communicating something about a topic or something that years ago uh-huh. and um he said it, you know people would back then pay for like consultants you know like say for instance keeps um, I forget what revolt from happening from the slave okay. um, being wanting to be free or something like that. But um, the they would pay you know consultants and treat it like a business, you know, right? Um, well, it Which this, it was this man, right? And he but it was a big money making thing, and that's what it was about money. <laughs> and um, the um man from he was from the Caribbean, and he he was brought over here to the main. Um, land, and he had this um, uh, program where he was teaching the slaveholders, as it was said, how to do a certain technique with the with the slaves. And I, this is what I'm going to ask you: if you begin to me to ask you the question, uh-huh. he would, he would he said if you implicate this program correctly and do it the right way with the um, your slaves. This this program will not only work to me, it will continue to work mean psychologically with them. It will continue to work for three hundred at least three hundred years beyond this day, you know, when he was giving them the lecture. Yeah. This is where I wanna ask you, like you know how people act, they behave the way that they're thinking. Um, do you think okay, 'cause it's a book in the Bible that says as a man thinketh, so is he. Right. As a man thinketh. So changing the mindset of how somebody thinks, do you, because of that, do you think if you change the mindset of how somebody thinks, it will change their behavior? I think it definitely does. I think the mindset of people definitely affects their behavior. Do you think that uh-huh. this... I don't know if you're referencing the, the so-called Willie Lynch letter, which I think was yeah, a hoax. You know, you know about it. <laughs> yeah. I think that uh-huh. turned out to be a hoax, actually. It wasn't true. Because, uh-huh. because if you think about it, you were... I don't know if you... I don't know how old or young you are, but uh-huh. JLP, in his generation, uh-huh. in his area, in the rural south, not too close to the city... 
where blacks were working, they had families, they were Christians, they thought for themselves, oh. they didn't have leaders, they didn't buy into the civil rights cra- crap that much. Well, they were doing, although they didn't have a lot of money, they had an outhouse, a tin roof house. They, he was poor, quote-unquote, but didn't know it. They oh. were doing, he was doing better in that state than most blacks are today, even though they're spoiled with many material things. I think in right. I think right. the modern times have brainwashed people over the generations worse and worse to be oh, spoiled, no. bitter, angry, into emotions, uh, self selfish, uh, accusatory, accusing whites of yeah. of different things. Because the blacks for many generations were better than they are today. Oh, so yeah, that makes. Because I remember seeing a little program where there were men from. Maybe they might have been a little older than Jesse, or they might have been right in. And they were, it was several of them saying that in that time where there were no civil rights, group, yeah, civil rights group, group, group club, or whatever, they had a better way of life, less crime. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So that makes sense. They were more yeah. honest. Yep. Right. And no crime up the street, stop crying and all that. Yeah. Um, so but, I don't oh, buy it. Okay. I don't think that they're, that people are wise to trace the problems with the no. black mindset back to Willie Lynch. Right. You can trace it back right. to their own parents and their parents and their parents. Your issue comes more directly from your own upbringing and your own mind than people right. from generations ago. People from generations okay. ago, it can, it can greatly change society. You know, I grew up in a very diverse world amongst Asians and Hispanics because of what happened in the 60s with the Immigration Act. I get that that changes how your life, your life trajectory and, you know, who you hang around with, who your friends are and all that stuff, who you're interested in. But uh, that, um, that your upbringing is so much more important from your own parents. And those are the people who do you wrong first. Right. Yeah. And affect your behavior and your mindset. Before yeah. we wrap okay. up, I want to. I have a question for you, Sean, in Florida. Uh, okay. Uh, somebody is offering to send you a box of nine volt batteries for your. Uh, <laughs> I think it's your smoke alarm is still going off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's this. It's this. Um. Uh. It's a, like a more modern smoke alarm. It's. A, it's. it's I don't know what's going on. It doesn't seem like that. I don't see a light where the battery is oh. going on. But you, you can still hear the chirping. Yeah. You, can you, hear uh, chirping. you can't hear it, huh? I, I can't hear it. I'm not, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. I'm not, I just paid it, attention. I yeah. It. Right. Okay. okay. So yeah, you tuned it out. I, <laughs> You're used to hearing yeah, it, maybe. I get it lit, lit that, because that smoke alarm, it's both, I think, bolted, like, screwed into the wall, so I probably better get that. Yeah. Get it down. And um, there was there was one more thing. I was going to share this on the show today, oh. just so today, but he had he was proud of it. Okay. Um, something. This is more lighthearted. Um, the, the, I I discovered something. Um, that the our mind as human beings is bordered. You you can't anything that you think of, any work that you do, come up with original. You know, creating something. You can't go beyond a certain border in your mind, whether you write a book. It's, you can't go beyond the truth, what's in the Bible. Because 
um, I share one of the things that I discovered. Have you ever heard of that book called Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I have heard of that book. I don't think I've ever read it, but I think I can even picture a, a cartoonish sort of a color of that. What's it about? or do you? What's the point of it? I, I like that book, that story. Um, it's a story um, where uh, the characters in the story, um, there are no the scenario, there's no grocery stores, none of that. Um, uh, because the food that the people eat come from the, it drops from the sky. Wow. And they carry their plates and their cups out, you know, for morning, noon, and night. Like <laughs> and the Israelites were, were fed manna from heaven. That's what I was just fixing at point that too. Oh, nice. <laughs> I stole your, I stole your thunder I, by interrupting. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and it's a, a couple other things that I discovered in the Bible where somebody put, maybe they came up with a story. I, they may not have been, you know, trying to match whatever happened in the Bible, but it's something that ha- happened in the Bible that you can match it to. And then, so I thought Cloudy with a Chance Meatball, that actually happened. You know, yep. food came from the sky, you know, and <laughs> that was a <laughs> restaurant. So it's a couple other things, but I'll save them for another time. <laughs> Sounds good. It's fun yeah. to hear from you, Sean in Florida. Oh. Okay, thank you for answering my question. You're Bye-bye. welcome. And make sure you check that, uh, check that smoke alarm for before, uh, you know, yeah. before too long. <laughs> taking off the wall. All right, well, y'all have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, uh, we're past the top of the hour, but I just feel like going on. I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> what a mess. Aniello. Aniello is a first-time caller in Italy. Am I pronouncing your name right, Aniello? Yeah, yeah, hello. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, it's yeah. Aniello. Say it again. Aniello. Nice. Aniello. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's from straight out from Italy. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? All is well. All is well. Not everything is good, but all is well. True. Very true. So uh, I I am calling because I've, I've I discovered you guys, uh, both Jesse and yourself, uh, just uh, over a month ago, and uh, I really need to say that uh, a lot of things you say just. Uh, where in my, in the back of my mind, I thought I was uh, wrong, maybe for thinking some things, but you guys made me realize that's not really the case. So first off, I would like to thank you very cool, much man. for for doing what you do. First thing first. So you weren't crazy after all for thinking reality was reality, apparently. Yeah, I was doubting myself because you know, uh, you know, you know how it goes. You know, they make you feel guilty for uh, for. Seeing the truth and telling the truth, so uh, yeah. so yeah. I finally, you know, I'm kind of snap out of it. I'm following Jesse uh, advices and everything, and uh, my life really turned around. I have to say that's cool, man. What a great what a great report. It's good to hear. And uh, the reason why I called is because I I got some uh, family, in a distant family down in Pensacola. And uh, and uh, I was there um, two times, actually, only in my life, 10 years ago. And uh, last year, maybe, uh, it was July last year or June last year. Uh, and, uh, man, what a, what, a, what, a, what a change for the worst uh, the, the U.S. took. I mean, uh, 
it's, it's just a mess. And uh, the funny part is that the, uh, a lot of the things that are happening in the U.S., and uh, are are being called in a way uh, are also happening in on this side of heaven, like Jesse would say, and uh, and uh, it's uh, the common denominator are unfortunately blacks, and uh, it it's just a mess. The same thing is happening here in Italy, uh, or was happening, and in Por- I, I'm in Portugal right now. I live here for the moment, uh, working for a U.S. company actually, and uh, it uh, it's even I think it's even worse than over there. If I have to, if if I can say that. Wow, Portugal is even worse than it than Italy and Pensacola. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you know the, all the the whole colonialism history and the whole that crap. Oh uh, now, yeah. Now, now, now we got Angolans here, which is uh, actual Africans. Yeah. Uh, uh, who you know they have diamonds, gold. So most for the most part, they, those are rich people. And uh, they come here in Portugal and uh, scream and butter and uh, do all sort of crazy stuff to Portuguese people because they uh, they they resent uh, slavery or uh, the colonialism and I'm not sure what they resent. I'm, I don't care, but yeah, uh, just crazy, just just crazy, really. That is, uh, Angolans are have been. Some of them have done some bad things, even in Ireland, I remember. One Angolan was accused of stabbing some, like, school children and maybe school workers in Ireland, uh, maybe Dublin or oh, somewhere. Oh, oh but it, 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 this is something recent? Yeah, or, uh, relatively recently, within the past few months. I got a strike the day after yeah. uh, it happened, I think. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I, I, I understand what you, the, the episode you mean, yeah, that that caused quite a bit of stir in yep. Ireland too, yeah? Terrible. Uh, yeah, no, so, yeah, the, the, the things are just out of control. Just the world is out of control. Good yeah. is bad, bad is good. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I I commend you guys for doing what you do because the world needs, needs this stuff yeah. right now. And, yeah. Uh, both Absolutely, the truth yeah, I, and love. I like the fact that JLP, as you mentioned, um, is encouraging people, I think you mentioned this, to overcome anger. That's the solution for the, the blacks themselves and the non-blacks alike, all people. Yeah, for everybody. Actually, it was uh, I, I, I grew up to be kind of an uh, angry kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, passionate and emotional, but uh, uh, that's not the way to do things. Right. I mean, uh, anger, it's, it's, uh, it's a blindfold, and it's bad for everybody. And since I, I, I kind of follow what Jesse did, and uh, once again, uh, everything turned just clear, you know, just crystal clear. When you, get, when you see the truth, you cannot... Avoid seeing the truth. It's, it's yeah. Just, you know, yeah. That's true. Right on, man. It's so great it, to hear from you. Agnello. Yeah, right on. In, yeah, uh, yeah, from yeah. Italy, but from calling from Portugal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling from here. I work for a, uh, as I said, for a U.S. company over here. I consult for, for them, so I'm enjoying, uh, quote-unquote enjoying. It's not, there's not too much to enjoy because the blacks are taking over. Yeah. Not the good one. Right. I have to say, not a good one. Yeah, such a shame. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that was, uh, you know, just wanted to reach out, thank you, and uh, put, you know, just tell my, tell my little bit 
Now maybe it's not not relevant. No, but I wanted to I wanted to share. It's so definitely relevant. It's happening in every country, and every country needs uh, needs the truth. Every people in every country need the truth. So I appreciate knowing a little bit of what's going on over there. Thank I'll you. I'll be calling back to, to update you, and uh, just to let you know, you guys inspire me to start doing the same with people here because we don't have too much of people, you know, uh, uh, looking people. Everybody's blind and it's angry and it, it, it just, it, 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 it's just it's just a mess. So uh, it's time somebody step up to get some get some people right. Indeed. Yeah? O- over here too. Agreed, and yellow. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Have a good one, man. All right. You too. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Nice. Uh, Anchor Baby says ciao as well. He says that word. <sighs> Michael in Canada is on the line. Michael, thanks for calling and holding, man. What is up? Things fine. Man. Do you believe there's a globalist agenda out there? Of course. Yeah, they... Everybody wants to rule the world. And, and the, who's the one in ahead. front of them? Keep them away from the world. Who, who is it? Who's keeping them, keeping them away from running the world? Yeah. I don't know. You stumped the me. The great white ope. The great white ope. President yeah, Trump. Back. That's right. He is his own man. He cannot be controlled, at least not as easily or completely as these others. That's for sure. Exactly. That's why. Don't don't doubt him. Yeah. Just look at his children. His his children doing doing fine. They look are. They're doing Joe okay. I don't know. He's smoking crack. Oh right, you're talking about Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, some people have made some accusations about other people as well. I I I know that Trump uh, Trump is definitely controlled. What the. Not thoroughly. Um, no, no, he's a billionaire. How can he be controlled? He cannot be bad like the other one. I don't know if his children are totally doing fine, but they're they're doing. They I mean, they you, they're doing as well as one can expect from given the situation, given the life that Trump has led, and uh, Trump is a man, and yeah, exactly. they they seem to love him, which is cool or appreciate him. Man. But there's a could be a know, lot worse. Canada, French Canada. You know, I live there. Yes, and French ca- Canada. It's not even our president. I don't even know why people care about him that much over here. But you know, there's a national newspaper that wrote about him. A woman. I won't say her name for the sake of your channel. Okay. But can I read you some lines from what she said? It's an opinion. Report, not the sure. report. Sure. Let's hear how people man, think. Man. Translate <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the evil by evil Google, but let's go. Okay. In the eyes of his base in the U.S., as among the apostles across the border, Donald Trump has attained the more than worrying status of guru of the right extremists. Right extremists. We are just emerging, exhausted from a global, a global pandemic. War are increasing. Antisemitism is skyrocketing. Inflation is exploding. Housing is no longer a right. Getting treatment is an obstacle course. Poverty is gunning. Poverty, poverty, 
poor people are gaining ground. This man is, however, deeply broken. This multi-billionaire megalomaniac is dangerously hateful. There's no way out of this nightmare that's never end. Now, that that gal is complaining about stuff that came after Trump from uh, from people like her. There's more. (laughs) There's more. Last one. All right. I was I was laughing so much. I nearly broken my ribs. It is said that only certain species will survive the nuclear annihilation of the Earth. We now have to add the name, the Donald. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's a nice compliment. (laughs) <laughs> what is that? That's funny, like man. So that's that was written before. by a woman over there. Oh yeah, me you can me. say her name because it's not like it's promoting her. Jose, Jose, she's not a Mexican, but she's a French Canadian. Jose Legault. Jose Legault. Can you spell it? G O G O S E E L E G U A U L T. Oh wow, Josie Legault. French is complicated. Oh J O J J O S E with an accent E Legault. Yeah, Josie Legault. That's funny. And she wrote it in French, so you translated yeah. it for uh, for us. Yes, I uh, when I when I was reading it, uh, I was thinking about you guys. I was like, what is that? Yeah. It's not even our president. Yeah. Keep in mind that the people that's buying that new that newspaper, most of them are boomers, and boomers out there don't even speak English. Right. True. <laughs> so <they laughs> that's cannot, funny. They cannot, well, they I didn't cannot know even make their own mind about it. Yeah. <laughs> and she writes <laughs> like he's an, uh, and she goes and on and on and on and on. She's saying he's, he's like Hitler. He's like Mussolini. He's like those people. Man. Some people How wish. Little lady, you go yeah, he's no, he's no. Trump is no guru to the right wing extremists. No, they, the right wingers, the more <laughs> extreme people, don't like him because they think he's too weak. They think he's controlled, <laughs> like Misty. <laughs> it's, in, it's not possible that he's controlled. He's a billionaire. Nobody can bother him. <laughs> yeah. And you know when he's talking, he's talking truth. Yep. I mean. Not like Joe Biden can even put a sentence together. Right. His son smoking crack. What is that? <laughs> I don't <laughs> blame his son. Crack, I, I wish that. Wrong with you. I wish that Joe Biden were more like his son. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he, he will not be president. Yeah, we'd be better <laughs> off. <laughs> just, just so you know, they think they. Pierre Poilier is a right extremist. This man is a socialist. Right, Pierre Poilier. An extremist. We want to be prime minister of Canada. Canada is a socialist country, man. Right. And what? What? If if I if I'm not wrong, there. What? What were the Nazis? They were social democrats, right? Yeah, they were nationalist socialists. That's what we are here. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except you guys are more globo homo socialists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you're anti your own Canadian brothers and sis- well, not you, but your country is a- against the Canadian uh, original Canadian people, <laughs> founding yeah, Canadian no, people. Totally. Yeah. I, I'm proud to be Canadian, but not the Canadian that live here today. My ancestor was some people, real tough people. Right. No, it's hard to live here. Yeah. Especially in the winter. And those guys didn't take no mess from nobody. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a, a great, great, great guy that just died uh, not long ago, and he was like the same age as uh, Jesse. Oh wow! And he told uh, he told uh, he told often the story that his dad, when the taxation and the uh, uh, what is coming uh, were invented. Yeah. These uh, ample and all this, they were. They they didn't even wanted that. One is his one is his brother. They didn't in, didn't even pay tax all his life just because he didn't want to pay the government. Nice. Well, they, they I, were I disavow. Man, that <laughs> was working for real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now we, it's a mess out there, man. It's a mess. But anyway, we're here. We're proud. And I'm happy, man. Nice. It's good to hear. Thanks, <laughs> Michael in Canada. Appreciate your call, man. Have a call nice me again. Day, man. You too. Bye. Bye. Guys, we're 23 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's do the music break. It's Fob Friday. We got to do it, okay? Don't worry about it because uh, the Frog Eyes song is only like a minute long. And I don't have to end on time because Joel Friday is not coming up next. We have, I don't think he's coming up next, right? Yeah, he's not. Uh, we have The Fallen State happening today. But enjoy this track from, I guess it's track six from Andy Lau's world tour from 2003. It's a live track. It's four minutes long. It's so good. I'll have to Shazam it later and send it to you guys <laughs> via the live chat or something. But uh, enjoy Andy Lau. And I don't know the name of the song yet, but I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight. What's left of it? Yo 有情有天有海有地 
释当我不知，如今想倾诉讲谁知？剩下全部旧身影，今只得全忆伤心的句子。Don't you like it? Doom Jesus left. Whatever, man. Oh, my thing ended. L-A-U, Andy Lau. L-A-U. The days, the days we spent together, from the movies The Supremes Two, Forever Domination. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful, my opinion, music. Can you hear it? Andy Lau, everybody. Can't beat him. He's Mr. China himself. The best. Well, thanks again, guys, for bearing with me through it. Um... The days we spent together, walking together, something like that. Uh, let me check for any other super chats that may have come in, guys, over on Rumble. I think we're all clear. D Live, shall I open the treasure chest, guys? Shout out to Super Dave. Thank you for that diamond there. And for the lemons and ice cream, the rest of you guys, 555-555-65. Should we do the treasure chest? Sure. Why not? Treasure chest. Uh, over on uh, Streamlabs, we're fine. Someone bought a coffee. How does the statement, think for yourself, which, quote unquote, which I've heard you say, not very often, but I have said it, work in conjunction with the statement, all thoughts are lies. What's the difference between thinking and thoughts? What, do you, what does think for yourself mean? It means pause and don't believe your, your thoughts. <laughs> Pause and don't believe your thoughts. How's that for an answer? Also, it's amazing that this lady you were talking to is trying to have an honest conversation and people trolling her about her alarm. Well, because her, her alarm, uh, like so many other blacks who call in, keeps on bleeping, beeping. What, the, the people are supposed to participate in the conversation? They can't participate from chat. How, how is that amazing? I guess you find life amazing. I guess it's amazing. It's cool. Uh, nice, someone. 
Yes, she was having a nice, conver- an honest conversation. I like an old school gal. A decent lady. Don't you? Over on uh, Kofi, I think we're all clear. Yes. Indeed. And I think that's that for that. Sweet. Okay, so um, cancer is rising. I mentioned that in Hake News at uh, this week, I mentioned it. More people under 55 are getting cancer. It's crazy. And uh, one of the gals was going off about it. Falconing? Falconing? Falconing was going off. Um, and it was, uh, she was saying, I think it was Falconing is a she. Stop preaching cancer. It only kills after diagnosis. Says Falconing. Huh. I wonder how, I wonder if that's true. I wonder if that's true. Uh, Hake is giving fake news literally. What a mess. LOL. Hake news literally the fake news. LOL. Lots of laughs. What a mess. Hat tip to the late, great Colin Flaherty. Trump said stop testing so much with the, with the COVID. The China virus? Wow, did he say that? See, you guys were like, oh, Trump did terrible with the China virus. No, he did not. No, he did not. Jesse Lau Peterson. <laughs> L-A-U. Like Andy Lau. No one's ever died from undiagnosed cancer? <laughs> L-O-L? Asks BG Mitch 909 well, uh, I don't know. Maybe they have. Maybe they have. But a whole lot of people are getting it diagnosed, and then the treatment kills them. You know, they get this thing called, I forget what it's called, and then they get uh, radiation, that hurts them. Chemotherapy, that hurts them. That's the thing that I forgot what it was called. I don't know. I'm just, maybe, yeah, well, yes, that's not what she's saying. I don't think Big Mitch or BG Mitch 909. I don't think she's saying that nobody's died from it, I think. Oh, she did say it only kills after diagnosis. But she may be exaggerating. Only can mean, by and large, it primarily kills after diagnosis rather than uh, undiagnosed. I don't know if she would believe that it's nobody dies. But comparatively speaking, you know, the people who don't go to the doctor, they're oftentimes, I am not a doctor, I'm not giving medical advice, nor is Falconing, I don't think, even though she has a Chinese name, I guess, according to her, or he. I don't know. Falconing. (laughs) Is that a Chinese first name? Is that a Chinese slash American or Canadian or wherever? He or she is from first name. Am I doxing this person's whole name? Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. I think that there's a there is a self importance that comes with doctors, scientists, and stuff. 
and a need for funding and customers and stuff like that and and attention ego they're ego people just like you and me so i'm suspecting that uh they're still going to die from cancer though if they stay away from the doctor but maybe not as fast and they won't be worried which increases your mess you know you're worried and stressed oh dear i have cancer well i don't know how people are No wonder falconing is nuts. It's a chick, says Kevin Howell, LOL. I don't know if it's, I don't know where I got the idea that falconing, falconing. I used to call her falconing or him falconing. Just, I don't know why I'm thinking it's a woman. <laughs> Maybe she's, because she's typing in all caps. Is Doom Jesus a woman too? He did leave. <laughs> he couldn't take Andy Lau. Whatever, Doom Jesus. Falconing is a chick? <laughs> this is this is more this is more interesting. The gender of fal- the gender doxation of falconing is more interesting than the content that Hake is trying to present about cancer. Old man Vic said he had stage four cancer, lung cancer. Never smoked in his life though, according to him. I don't know, that might be a joke. It might be real though. Uh, so just putting that out there. I'm not giving advice, of course, but uh, be healthy. Be healthy, guys. <laughs> That's very vague. Uh, get your exercise, drink your water. Not too much, but a lot. A uh, good amount. Not too much exercise. Don't get your back all stiff. Did you hear that crack just now? Uh, Get your sleep early to bed and early to rise. Right? Makes a man healthy and wealthy and wise. I think that might have been from Benjamin Franklin back before it turned into a corny and trite, overused cliche, but it's still true. Early to bed and early to rise. Uh, Eat your vegetables, unless you're one of those meat-only people, I guess. But vegetables, full-blown actual vegetables. I'm not talking about potatoes. I'm talking about actual vegetables. And fruit is fine. Eat as much fruit as you want, I guess. Okay. Justin in Fullerton, California is on the line. How are you doing, Justin? Thanks for calling. What's up? Thanks for taking my call, and uh, Happy New Year. Thank uh, you. I wanted to, wanted to just uh, bring some exciting news up to uh, your channel. Are you on a speakerphone? Sure. Are you sounding old? No, no, I'm not on a speakerphone. <laughs> I'm getting a, a hum every time you speak. Are you on Bluetooth or a headset or AirPods or something? No, 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 nothing like that. Okay, all right. What type of phone are you calling on? It's an old 3G phone, Google. Oh. Yeah, nothing special. Okay. But I was just trying to say that there's going to be a American first legal uh, free service for anyone. And I'm not sure if you remember, but uh, there was a middle school kid who went to a football game with war paint, and he, he, he got suspended. Could even affect his uh, chances of getting into a good college. Say this again? A middle school 
child had been uh, suspended when he put on some war paint to go to the uh, local football game there. And uh, I'm not sure if you recall that in the news. I, I, I don't. I don't recall even having heard about that in the news. Yes, anyway, uh, uh, American First Legal, Stephen Miller, is offering to take care of him and uh, anyone, actually, who feels as if they had been treated, you know, due to bigotry, um, that they were discriminated for people. So that, what was the idea, that, that he, he dressed up like American Indian or something like that? Oh, he just wore, it was uh, black paint on the left cheek and black paint on the right cheek. I'm seeing pictures of it right now. Uh, Okay, this is funny. He looks kind of like Zartan, which was a uh, which was a GI Joe guy. Um, Banned from sports over quote unquote blackface, but he was just wearing eye paint, according to uh, a group. Yeah, they call it eye black. New York called eye eye black. Yeah. Blackface. How evil and dumb do you have to be? That's wild. I'm going to drag this into the folder there, yeah. Hassan. Just a little screenshot of Google Pictures. Uh, yeah, so now you got... got banned you got from sports. Care. So <laughs> not suspended from school, but banned from sports. Yeah. He wore his eye black throughout the game without incidents, according to this free speech organization. And you're talking about Stephen Miller, the guy who was with Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's back again. It's, it's incredible. Free legal services for anyone who's feel that the bigotry has affected them due to uh, being discriminated against because of inclusion, diversity, or equity claims. Yeah. I didn't know that he was... Uh, uh, I mean, I saw a little clip about him being for that. Is... Is he like the one the, behind the... Or, interesting. I don't know. Quiet. Interesting. He's like the new Larry H. Parker for uh, <laughs> right. victims of <laughs> injustice uh, yeah. politically. Yeah. So that's good news. I just I wanted to bring that up, and there's going to be recourse for him and anyone else who feels like they have to bring a claim up, whether it's a, you know affirmative action or whatever. <laughs> so they're calling California, like, how old is this kid, young man? Uh, Middle school age, like uh, my son. He was probably about 12, 13, 13 probably. Okay, that's see. I'm used to junior high. I had junior high, so junior high <laughs> is seventh and eighth grade. But but some people have middle school, which is what fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, or sixth, seventh, and eighth, or something like that. Uh, yeah, seventh and eighth. Yeah, when I was a kid, we had sixth, seventh, and eighth, and that was called middle school. Oh, okay. All right. It evolves. It evolves. Nice. Uh, wild. Pretty crazy. Yes, and now people can actually get free legal services. Is that somebody? How'd you find out that Stephen Miller was with this? Was with that group? Pardon? How'd you find out that Stephen Miller was with the group? Oh, I was listening to something regarding it on Mark Dice, uh, his channel. Oh, okay. Nice. Pretty reputable commenter of... Uh, yeah, of so course. Yeah, yeah, he's a fellow yeah. JLP fan. Did you know that? He is. Oh, okay. Yep. Right on. He's, he's got good taste. Student but, uh, J.A. You know, everybody else, uh, the, you know, the Bond Network and what, you know, content you put out, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really great, refreshing uh, channel. And so I just wanted to let everyone know what I came across. Nice, man. I appreciate it. It's good to hear from you. Thank you for the tip, the story tip. Justin and Fullerton. Thanks for taking my call. Have a good rest of
You too. Bye. His phone is... Is wonky a word for weird? Because wonky also is a word for knowledgeable on or uh, specialty knowledge. Hake's precious, precious MAGA Jew, Stephen Miller. <laughs> precious? What do you mean, man? But yeah, he's... Uh, I really like that guy. My impression of him. I read about him because Los Angeles Times did a whole bio on him in like 2016, 2017 or so. And I read about him like, hey, this guy's solid. And then I would see him in interviews and he's solid on the immigration thing, this so-called Statue of Liberty mumbo jumbo. Uh, FYI says nada. The hake, it's supposed to stop the glare from the lights. Used to be a little strip, but the blacks went R-worded with it, wild with it. Um, That black stuff under your cheeks. Huh. So, like, your cheeks will, like, you can literally see your cheeks? I guess I I can see my... Am I I seeing my cheeks or my eyelids? (laughs) If anybody's looking at my face. Am I seeing my cheeks or my eyelids? I don't know if I can see my cheeks. I don't see that how that helps with glare. Or maybe other people looking at your face that like it helps with glare. I don't understand it, man. But I do see them doing it. And it looks kind of cool, I guess. What a mess. Uh, Greg in New York is on the line. Greg, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hello, Hank. I've hey. come to deliver more Christian metal music. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, my past two songs, those are pretty Christian. This, uh, now I've got questionable Christian music. Like, um, it could be considered that way. I think you would consider it that way. Just check out the two songs. I got you two more songs. And they're by uh, notorious Christian band Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> You ever heard of them? I've heard of Black Sabbath. That sounds satanic. Isn't that a satanic? <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, their music is... I've heard their music a little bit before. Are they the ones who right. sang that song, I'm Going Through Changes? Correct. Um, I'm going by Tony Iommi, yep. through changes. That's, is that metal? Um, That's a great question. That's off of Black Sabbath Volume 4. Apparently that album was inspired by... Uh, drugs and whatnot, but uh, is it Christian? Uh, is it metal? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Not that particular song, but if you listen to the whole album, it is totally metal. It's doom metal. Oh, it's uh, it's good. Okay, and what is doom metal? Okay, so doom metal is kind of similar to stoner metal, um, and it originally came from Black Sabbath. So Black Sabbath's first album, 1969, the first song, Black Sabbath. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of slow. It goes down, down, and it's kind of slow. Okay. Um, so doom metal is kind of slow. Focuses on one or two, three chords played very slowly, oh. and it kind of leans. kind of leans into stoner metal, which there's this uh, song called "Dope Smoker" by a doom metal stoner metal band called um, "Dope Smoker" by Sleep, and it's like an hours long song. Oh, I have a sleep slow. album. I have sleep ho- sleeps holy mountain. So that's stoner. Correct. And that's I don't even metal. I don't even get stoned, 
but I like the music. <laughs> I haven't heard a lot of it. But, yeah, me um, neither. Do you, did so you that, hear me when I was playing? Since we're talking about music, this is so funny. Hopefully the people are not too lost. Uh, did you hear my, my, the music that I played from uh, Om? I guess it was Om apartment. that I was playing. What's I don't that? Know what word you're saying? Spell it. O M, Om. Okay, never heard of it. Oh well, they never no. heard of you either, man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm not kidding. Is it good? What is it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, I forget, but people were like, "Oh, this is stoner music" or something like that. They said <laughs> it was like druggy music. Om, unitive knowledge of. Oh, Pilgrimage is the name of the album. But right. anyway, uh, whatever. So, so my two songs are, um, one's off of Master of Reality, which the infamous uh, Children of the Grave comes from that album. What else? Um, the Stoners, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sweet Leaf. Sweet Leaf. <laughs> um, but anyways, the song off that album I want to tell you about that's pretty Christian is After Forever. And you're going to love the lyrics. It even mentions the Pope, so I know you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. Yeah. Um, and so these are the cr- these are are these actually Christian? It's gonna blow your mind. Listen to the song. Very Christian. Okay. After so forever. It, so it's even it's Schreiber not a, a cover. So it's not a Christian band, but it's a song that's very Christian in its message. And and if you'll find a lot of Black Sabbath songs are very Christian, you're, you'll find that. Um, I'm not gonna say all of them, but. Yes, it's a Christian song, After Forever. Okay. All right. And then the second one is going to be, uh, um, and this one's a little bit more questionable, but it's called A National Acrobat. And it's a song about uh, unborn children and then how when they're born, they can return to the Father. <laughs> okay. Huh. I'm not even, not even messing with you. Yeah. All right. So that's all I got for you. I, I always have to call in while I'm working. So. Okay. I appreciate it, Greg, in New York. Hope, no problem. Hope they, hopefully that helped people. Take care, man. And, uh, and keep spinning your uh, Rust in Peace record. It's, it's so good. Oh, yeah. I, have, I don't even know if I've listened to that more than once. My, uh, Listen to it all the Megadeth. way. Megadeth. It's beautiful. And Megadeth, is Rust in Peace Christian as well, or part of, part, songs from it? Megadeth? Uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you said that Megadeth is Christian. <laughs> oh, they're 100% very Christian. But um, Megadeth is D-E-A-T-H or D-E-T-H? So Dave Mustaine originally wanted to name it that, but somebody had already stole his band name from him, so he had to do the E-T-H. Okay. All right. Yep. <laughs> what a mess. Also known I'll as Fallen call Angels. I'll with more metal suggestions. I want you to play metal. Okay. Well, thank you, Greg, in New York. Appreciate you, man. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> All right. Megadeth, D-E-T-H, is not very good, says Big Mission 909. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the Christian uh, Trump haters. A lot of you guys are Christian Trump haters. I didn't know that. I, uh, as you know, I'm not a Trump hater. I do appreciate JLP's um, point that one should have a uh, space between yourself and and who at whom whoever whomever you're looking at whomever you're watching you're seeing you you have in front of you whether it's Trump whether it's 
your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend, your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your children. Keep a space because you don't have to be attached to them with your ego, your, uh, your sense of, you know, uh, self-worth and all that stuff or whatever. If that makes sense. But, um, Averin C in the chat, and he's, he started to call my show, and Charlie Church, shout out to Charlie Church in chat, and others said interesting things, allegations, I say, Trump worship, when I was, uh, commenting on that phony Christian woman, uh, Beth Moore, Beth Moore, this phony feminist old Christian lady, older Christian lady, mildly attractive. But worrying her pretty little head about politics and pretending to be this leader or author about Christian Christianity and becoming a being a feminist. I think she's feminist. I covered her her f- phony hand wringing, as Cernovich called it, about Trump and Trump supporters, Republicans, when the Democrats are for outright pure evil. And I get most Republicans are for that as well, but Trump less so. Trump is just working with people. He's for the country and for the Christians more than anybody else in uh, politics, at least on that level, presidential level, you know. Winning level. Uh, so he called it Trump worship when I said, oh, she... Because she was talking about love and humility and all these things and whatever. I'm like, those describe Trump. I don't think she's used the word humility. But those things describe Trump. Not divisive. Divisive? Uh, And somebody asked in the chat, why does it bother you when someone doesn't like Trump? And I know Come On Man said, this is a boring segment the other day. When I was going after that phony Christian feminist gal, Beth Moore. Why does it bother me when someone doesn't like Trump? Does it bother me when someone doesn't like Trump? Does it bother me when a woman talks about politics like she knows what she's talking about? Or, or uh, Trump, like she, judging Trump is not a good Christian and these Trump supporters and so-called evangelicals, which I don't even know what that is. But some people might accuse me of being an evangelical and I don't know, I don't, maybe it's a Christian. And she's like, I'm not like those evangelicals who are political, meaning right-wing, I think, because she's anti-right-wing, anti-conservative. And I brought up earlier today how Nugget Man complained that Trump waved multiple times, I think, in the chat, that Trump waved the rainbow flag. And I think he did it, what, once? It's not like he went every time waving the flag I think it, I think, I picture it being somebody in the crowd was waving it. Oh, gays for Trump. And so he waved it to them after the Pulse nightclub shooting because the gays got uh, murdered, mass murdered by the Muslim. Omar Mateen, whom I mentioned earlier this, uh, this show. It's not like he was a subversive about it. He's just a gay friendly guy because he's a liberal New York liberal. He's not one of those uh, 
judgmental Christian-y Christian Christians who, who disassociates himself from them just because they're gay. He's a normal person who has to work with these people, for, for, unfortunately, I guess. I was going to say fortunately or unfortunately, but I can't see how it's exactly fortunate. <laughs> I, would, I, don't, I can't imagine that I would want to wave that flag in any context, but it was a different context from him uh, pushing. He did not light up the White House in gay rainbow colors like Obama Biden did. You'll notice. I don't think he did. Uh, and Point Fire kept on bringing up Stormy Daniels. I don't know if Point Fire's in the chat, but he brought up Stormy Daniels, which was a 2005 situation that nobody truly knows except for those involved, and those are the only ones who should care about it, if they should care about it at all. It's ancient history. Is Melania out there complaining? Because allegedly the story is, oh, he cheated on, on Melania when she was pregnant. That's some story that I heard, and I don't even know if that's true. Trump says it's not true. So who are you to be judging him over that? 2005? Give me a break. Is this going to be a, a year of simping for Trump? D-Live thumbs down, says Greenwell. It's not simping for him, but it's these phony Christian Trump haters that I'm uh, calling out. Well, I'm not calling you guys phony Christian Trump haters necessarily, but I, don't, I have not seen a valid Christian criticism of Trump. Put it that way. Or at least a valid Christian condemnation of Trump. You can disagree with him about the uh, rainbow flag, I guess. Of course. I, but I don't care. <laughs> By and large, him standing for the truth. You can't deny that. His spirit. Do you not see his spirit? So this Allie Beth Stuckey woman quote tweeted, Beth Moore, another woman talking politics against a one another woman running, wearing her little head about politics. And uh, Allie Beth Stuckey, she's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I think she interviewed JLP, but I don't know if she ever put that out for some reason. Conservative Millen, short for conservative millennial. So she's about my age, plus or minus. More like minus, I guess. And she was quote tweeting Beth, Beth Moore. Trump isn't my guy in primary, nor was he in 2016. Okay, so you're a loser, because he is the man for the job, basically. Allie Beth Stuckey. There may be a segment of Trump fans who love everything he posts. Hake, including the name-calling, yes, and the accusations of backstabbing toward former allies that he now considers disloyal. He, didn't dis- he did not backstab the disloyal backstabbers. Give me a break. Majority of his ardent supporters don't like these things. Ah, oh, give me a break, Allie Beth Stuckey. Weak. His flaws pale in comparison to what he's accomplished. His Supreme Court picks helped overturn Roe. That's not even a main thing in my mind. Saving thousands of image-bearing lives. This woman cares about the dumbest things. <laughs> abortion. <laughs> I'm calling abortion in Roe v. Wade the dumbest thing. But that's not one of my main things for reasons for appreciating Trump. His spirit and his telling the truth and standing on the truth about the immigration, about January, not, well, January 6th, yes. Uh, I love the fact that he doesn't back down about his election lies 
and we're calling him lies, just for the sake of the channel. And uh, I love the fact that he's for, um, he stood up for the truth about Charlottesville and repeatedly, unlike anybody else. If you want to call that simping, you can call that simping, but I don't think of that as simping. I think that uh, maybe you guys have this blind spot too. Roaming millennial is still around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She changed. She started going by her real name. He helped bring about unprecedented peace in the Middle East. He oversaw a booming economy. Those two things are kind of valid. I think that he was a man of peace. There was some. Uh, there was something good uh, there. With uh, his authority, he was a man of authority and strength. Because it's going all out of control under Biden over there. And in Ukraine and Russia and all that mess. And give me a break. Anyway, I got to end, guys. We have uh, The Fallen State and, yes, American Anchor Baby, 4 p.m. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Call me next week, uh, you you anti-Trump simping people. (laughs) Anti-Trump worship people. You so-called Christian Trump haters or white Trump haters. uh, And we'll deal with it. Adios, America. This is Frog Eyes Friday. And this track is entitled Ship Destroyer from 2003 Ego Scriptor. Uh, Adios. Bye. America Super Chats next week. Sorry, guys. Thank you. Bye.